0: Amen. Well, please take your Bibles and turn with me at this time to the book of Isaiah. We're in Isaiah chapter 9, uh, verse 6, and today we begin our new Advent series uh, where we will be focusing on the names of Jesus as revealed to us by Isaiah the prophet here in Isaiah chapter 9. Advent is such a special time of each year, it's really a time of preparation. It's a time when we prepare our hearts for Christmas. And when we focus our attention on Jesus, who is the reason the whole season exists in the first place. Because you remember, there are just so many distractions uh, this time of year that can keep us from seeing Jesus. But when you take the time and when you prepare your heart, you know what? You're going to see him everywhere. You won't be able to miss him. And you will have so many occasions to worship, thank, and praise him. And also to share your faith in him with others this Christmas season. That's what Advent is all about. And that's why we're going to spend some time preparing our hearts over the next number of weeks uh, leading up to Christmas. So, our scripture is from Isaiah 9 6. Would you please stand with me for the reading of God's word? For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is God's holy word. Let us pray. Well, dear Lord, as we begin to look through these wonderful names of our Lord Jesus, we pray, God, that you would speak to our hearts, especially this morning, as we look at this Uh, amazing name of wonderful counselor and all that that means to us uh, today every day of our lives we pray this in jesus name amen thank you please be seated so isaiah is writing 700 years Before Jesus is even born, this is why we call him a prophet. He's speaking in advance, centuries in advance of Christ. And here in our prophecy that we'll be studying this Advent, Isaiah tells us about a child, a baby, a son, who will be born into our world. Now, all life is a gift from God. But this son is a special gift. Because as, as Isaiah says, he is given for you. This son is given for you, for us. And he is no ordinary child, for Isaiah tells us he will be a ruler and a king. Isaiah says the government will be on his shoulders, and that the of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. So Isaiah says, hey, this child's coming. He's going to be born into the world. Well, how will we know it? How how will we recognize this baby when he is born? How do you know when this special child has entered our world? And that's why Isaiah gives us these names. Isaiah identifies him for us by his names, four of which are given here in Isaiah 9. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, these are not names in the same sense of how we we just call out names to each other just as a way of speaking to each other. But rather, these are names that describe the character or the quality, the very essence of who this child is. And when you look throughout all of human history, okay, there is only one child who was ever born into our world who fulfills the meaning of all of these names. And we celebrate his birth each year at Christmas, and his name is Jesus. And so the first name is Wonderful Counselor. That's the name we're going to look at today. One thing we all need in life is wise counsel or guidance. Whether it's for your marriage, for your family, for your relationships, your work, or for your play, we all need God's guidance to make good and right decisions along the way. And that's what this first name here in Isaiah is all about. You may have noticed some translations separate this first name into two names. His name is Wonderful, comma, counselor, but in the original language, they're just one name, a compound name, two words making up a name. Actually, each of the names do that, right? You know, you've got Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, a pair of names making up one name. The first word in this name is wonderful. It's actually the word wonder. Uh, It doesn't mean wonderful in the sense of great, wonderful, that's great, but it means wonder in the sense of miraculous or astonishing. Something beyond our understanding, or my favorite definition for this: something only God can do. Okay, that's what this word "wonderful" means, and we find this word used in other verses, such as uh, Job chapter nine, verse ten, where Job proclaims God performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. Same word. Psalm seventy-eight twelve, we read, He did miracles in the sight of the fathers. Same word here is wonderful. Counselor, Book of Judges. Uh, you might remember Samson's parents. Uh, the angel of the Lord visited them, and they asked the angel of the Lord his name. He replied, "Why do you ask my name? It is beyond understanding." Same word is wonderful uh, that we have here in this verse. And so Isaiah is telling us, first of all, that this child will be called a miraculous counselor. He will be an astonishing counselor, a counselor beyond our understanding a counselor that only God could ever bring about. Now, the word counselor in this verse is also a little different from how we think about when we hear that word counselor today. We immediately think of the counseling profession. I'm going to my counselor. Or we have a picture of someone lying on a couch, and the counselor saying, please tell me about your childhood, and, and things like that, right? And, uh, but you know, the word counselor here refers more to an advisor, or a guide, someone who guides you. Think about the kings in the Old Testament, right? And they always had a group of advisors around them. And those advisors, advisors would give them guidance or counsel. That's what this word means, wonderful counselor. Well, this child who will become a king, he's not going to need a group of advisors or counselors around him. Why? Because he is the wonderful counselor himself. He is the amazing one sent by God, full of wisdom and truth. And as the wonderful counselor, Jesus offers you and me the wisdom and the guidance that we need for our lives. So let's talk about what we mean now when we say Jesus is the wonderful counselor. There's an outline in your worship guide, I'd encourage you to take that out at this time. It'll help you to follow along with the message. Uh, There's space to jot down some notes as we go as well. Why is Jesus the wonderful counselor? Well, first of all, he's the wonderful counselor because he is approachable. He is approachable. One of the marks of any good counselor is that they're approachable, right? If you don't feel comfortable Uh, with a person you're never going to approach them with your problems and if you can't go to them with your problems doesn't matter how good a counselor they are they're not going to be able to help you if you don't feel comfortable going to them and so the first reason Jesus is the wonderful counselor is because he is eminently approachable the Bible tells us uh, uh, several reasons why he is so approachable first of all He's approachable because he understands your struggles. That may come as a surprise to you. You might wonder, well, how could Jesus, the perfect son of God who never even sinned, how could Jesus possibly understand my struggles? Well, let's see what the Bible says about that. Hebrews chapter 4 says this, verses 14 to 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens... Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then, and here's our key word now, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. You see, Jesus is able to sympathize with your weaknesses because he also experienced temptation when he was here on earth. And not only did he experience temptation, but he was also tempted in every way, just as we are. Now, Jesus got it right, right? He, he never gave in to temptation. He was without sin. But he knows what you are going through, and he is on your side you can never shock him with your sin you can never repel him with your failures because jesus knows what it's like to be tempted and he understands your struggles another reason jesus is approachable is because he bridges the gap between you and god He bridges the gap between you and God. 1 Timothy 2, verse 5 puts it this way. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. And you might wonder, well, why do we need a mediator? Why can't I just go to God all by myself? Well, here's the reason. Because without a mediator, guess what? God is not approachable cannot approach Him by yourself. God is spirit. We are flesh. God lives in heaven. We live on earth. And most serious of all, God is holy, and we are sinful. The apostle Paul describes God this way in the book of 1 Timothy. He says, He is God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see. And so, you know, the question is, well, how do you approach the unapproachable God? There's only one way. You need a go-between. You need a mediator, and Jesus is that mediator for us. In fact, Jesus is the only mediator between God and man. There's no one else You might wonder, well, why why can't anyone else do it? Well, it has to do with that word wonderful we're looking at this morning. Wonderful, miraculous, back in Isaiah 9. This is the wonder, the miracle we celebrate each Christmas, the miracle of Jesus being born into our world as a human being. Jesus took on flesh so that he could die in the flesh so that he could become the mediator between God and man. And because he is God, he can approach God. No problem. And because he is man, we can approach him. Jesus is the wonderful counselor, first of all, because he is approachable. He understands your struggles, and he bridges the gap between you and God. Okay, reason number two now. second reason why Jesus is the wonderful counselor is because he is reliable. He is reliable, right? It's one thing to be approachable, but if you're going to be a good counselor, counselor you better be reliable also. For example, I know a number of you probably had relatives over for Thanksgiving this past week, and, and maybe you had your crazy Uncle Larry over for Thanksgiving. And you know, your crazy Uncle Larry, he might be a great person, easygoing, very approachable. But he might not be the best person to go to for counsel or advice, right? By the way, I apologize if any of you actually have a crazy Uncle Larry. Okay, that just must be a made-up example, okay? But you see, Jesus is not only totally approachable, he is also completely reliable, And when you go to him, you can go to him in full confidence that he will give you only good counsel for whatever situation you face in life. And how do we know that Jesus is reliable? Two things the scriptures tell us. His counsel is wise and his guidance is sure. First of all, his counsel is wise. Listen to, we're going to jump forward, Isaiah 9 to Isaiah 11, uh, chapter 11, verse 2. Listen to what Isaiah says about him here. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel, right, our wonderful counselor, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And what Isaiah prophesied in the Old Testament, we find fulfilled in the New When Jesus was born into our world, we read about his childhood. In Luke chapter 2, we read that he grew and became strong and that he was filled with wisdom. And God's grace was upon him. A few verses later, Luke chapter 2, we see Jesus as a boy, age 12, sitting in the temple. And we read everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. And then when Jesus grew to be a man... We read once again, Matthew 13, he came to his hometown, he's teaching the people, and as we read, they were amazed, where did this man get his wisdom? In these miraculous, these wonderful, miraculous powers, wonderful counselor. Colossians 2.3 says that in, in Jesus are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And so you ask, well, where did Jesus get this miraculous, wonderful wisdom? Isaiah eleven two 2 answers that for us. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, counsel, knowledge. Jesus' wisdom came from the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the wisest man who ever lived because his wisdom is divine. As the Son of God filled with the Spirit of God. Jesus alone has the wisdom to help you with your struggles in life. And not only is his counsel wise, but his guidance is sure. Jesus called himself the good shepherd uh, when he was here on earth, and he was referring back to Psalm 23. I'm sure many of you are familiar with that, where, where we read this, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want or in need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. When you trust Jesus as your wonderful counselor, you also receive the sure guidance of the Good Shepherd. Are you in need? He's promised to meet all of your needs according to his riches. Are you tired? He will give you rest. Are you anxious? He will lead you beside the still waters. He restores your soul. Are you unsure what path to take? He guides you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You see, there are a lot of whole lot of people out there offering guidance for your life offering guidance for all aspects of your life. Some are pretty good, okay, and there's some good people out there, some good advice and counsel that's probably going to help you in some areas. And then you got others, they're well-intentioned, but eh, you know, they kind of fall short of the goal. And then there's some of them out there who really don't care about you at all, and they're just out to make a quick buck, and so you have to be careful. Where do I go for guidance? Don't you just love those commercials with the... Uh, with the fast-talking disclaimers at the end. You hear them on the radio or sometimes on the TV. And, you know, and the whole advertisement is giving you counsel on what medicine to use or, or what prescription you should take. And, and then right at the end, right, some guy comes out at the end, and, and he says, examples, examples shown for demonstration purposes only. Results are not typical and not guaranteed. Consult your physician before taking. Side effects could include dizziness, blindness, or in extreme circumstances, death. And, you're, and you're, you go, what was that? What did I just hear? And uh, it's like fine print, but verbally. And uh, that one's just made up. But let me give you a real life example, okay? This one comes from a book I was reading. Uh, it was a medical book with medical counsel and advice. And, and uh, after reading 170 pages of this book, where the author spends a lot of time establishing his authority and his credentials and presenting his research and telling you, this is what you need to do. After all of that, he ends the book with this tiny little disclaimer tucked away at the back in tiny fine print, and I quote, any claims made about specific illnesses, diseases, and causes of health problems in this book are purely speculative, hypothetical, and are not meant to be authoritative in any setting. It goes on, nothing in this book is to be used to diagnose treat cure or prevent disease how about this one the author makes no claim to be an expert in any aspect of medicine (laughs) and my favorite one additionally the author makes no claim that any statement in this book is correct (laughs) and you know you got to love the lawyers who crafted that statement for him he's covered no matter what you do if you follow his guidance and, and, and it's horrible he's covered isn't he But you see, with Jesus, you never have to worry about fast talk, small print, or hidden disclaimers. Because Jesus is a reliable guide for all of life. And he will only guide you in paths that are good for you. His counsel is wise and his guidance is sure. And so Jesus is the wonderful counselor, first of all, because he's approachable. We've talked about that. Secondly, because he is reliable. He's not your crazy Uncle Larry. And thirdly, because he is available. He is available. Once again, you can have the greatest counselor in the world, but if the counselor's not available, he's no help to you. Right, If you call up to make an appointment, and he says, yeah, I can see you maybe July or August next year, it's like, well, what good does that do for me, right? You know those old signs on the door? The doctor is in. Remember that? He said the signs, the doctor is in. Well, if the doctor is out when you need him, then guess what? You are out of luck. You're out of luck. The third reason Jesus is the wonderful counselor is because he is wonderfully available to you at all times. First of all, he is always with you by the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was getting ready to leave this earth, he told his disciples this, John 14, 16 and 17. He said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor. We're talking about Jesus, the wonderful counselor. Jesus says, the Father's going to give you another counselor to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you, and he will be in you. Jesus said the Father would give another counselor. And that word another in the, in the original language doesn't mean another as like a different type, but it's a specific word which means another of the same kind. Another counselor just like me is what Jesus is saying. And the Holy Spirit is the same kind of counselor as Jesus because the Holy Spirit, like Jesus, is God. In fact, the Bible sometimes even calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Christ because it's one God, three persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and through the Holy Spirit, both the Father and the Son, Jesus himself, come to dwell within you as a believer in Christ. You see, when Jesus was here on earth, his availability was limited. You ever think about that? His availability was limited to his disciples or to whatever group of people he was with at any particular time. But Jesus, by returning to heaven and sending the Holy Spirit, Jesus made himself available now to all believers in all places at all times. In other words, with Jesus, the doctor is always in because he is always with you and he is always in you by the Holy Spirit. And not only is he always with you, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 20, just before returning to heaven, he said, surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And so this this always with you availability through the Holy Spirit, this is not a special limited time offer, okay? There's no trial period. It has no expiration date. Jesus is always available to you by the Holy Spirit. He's available to you today, tomorrow, and forever. He is always with you by the Holy Spirit. He will never leave you nor forsake you Why? Because he is the wonderful counselor. As we close on our message this morning, I just want to leave you with three brief application points for you to put into practice. All three are in the outline in your worship guide, so you can take them home with you uh, to ponder them. Number one, come to Jesus with all of your struggles and with all of your sin. You see, with Jesus, there is no need to hide and there's no reason to pretend. Don't try to carry the burden all by yourself. Jesus is the wonderful counselor because he is approachable and you can bring all of your worries and all of your cares to him. Number two, listen to Jesus through the word of God. Listen to him. So many people do not take advantage of Jesus' wise counsel as revealed to us in the scriptures. You know, the Bible, this is a treasure trove of wisdom and guidance uh, for your life. Jesus is the wonderful counselor because he is reliable. You can trust his counsel as revealed for you in his word. And then thirdly, Walk with Jesus. Walk with Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Jesus will make his his word clear to you as you walk with him through the Holy Spirit. Don't just look to Jesus on Sundays. Jesus is the wonderful counselor because he is available. Walk with him through the Holy Spirit. Every day, this Christmas Advent season, every day throughout the year, every day, for the rest of your life. Amen? Let us pray. Well, Father in heaven, we thank you for sending Jesus to be our wonderful counselor. We thank you, Lord Jesus, as you lay in that that manger, a little helpless baby boy, that even then, you are still the eternal son of God. You are the wonderful counselor And you came for us. You came to be approachable so that we could come to you with our problems. You came to be reliable, to give us the guidance and wisdom we need. And we thank you that you are always there for us. Any time of day, we may forget you, you never forget us. And at any time of the day, we can simply turn to you and say, thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. And you are there for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our wonderful counselor. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.